This episode is brought to you by Trunkline. Trunkline is the Angie's List with an oil-filled twist. Join Trunkline today. Impact Exploration Services made this possible for PBE Podcast. Get your mud logging, geo-steering, and lab results that will make a positive impact on your bottom line. Bell Geospace supported PBE, made it possible to do our first show from Wichita Falls. And if you need gravity data that can see the deep-seated faults around your AOI, you need to call Bell Geospace today. Icon Science, the subsurface geoscience software that needs no introduction. Petrophysics Geophysics, tied to the rock data for you to visualize the best parts of your reservoir. And last but certainly not least, TGS. TGS is one of the largest data providing companies in the world, especially in the oil and gas world. Stay tuned with the development of their Well Data Analytics web-based platform. I personally use this platform to help me find projects and talk with investors about what we are looking at. Check out this show we did at the Southwest Section AAPG in Wichita Falls. We sit down with Andrew Gwynn, the president of Recon Petro Technologies. Three, two, one, let's go! I'm the host of the PBE Podcast, Troy Tittlemeyer. We are sitting day two. Day two of the Southwest Section AAPG. Uh, I'll get, get you to introduce yourself here in a second. Uh, I want to say a thanks to some sponsors. Impact Exploration Services, Mud Logging, Geo Steering, and Labs. Bell Geospace does gravity, full tensor gravity. TGS, of course, with all the well data analytics. The well logs, right? They digitize well logs. Trunkline is a cool, uh, cool product for industry. That noise is <laughs> coming in loud and clear right now. Uh, and Icon Science, some uh, some software right there for geoscientists to really get put together the log data, geophysical data, cuttings, everything you have in the subsurface, put it in there and start building models to try to predict where your next intercept's gonna be and how much oil and gas is really gonna be there. Icon Science is, uh, is helping us uh, be here. So I wanna just, a quick shout out to them. Now, please, sir, introduce yourself to the PB Podcast. Hi, Troy. My name is Andrew Wynn. I'm uh, president of Recon Petro Technologies. Nice. What does is, what is Recon Petro Technologies do? Uh, we're, uh, we specialize in uh, geophysical downhole well logging. Okay. Uh, we acquire data, but on top of that, we, uh, we help our uh, clients uh, understand the data, um, utilize the data for explorations, nice. and basically become successful in finding hard-to-find oil. Man, okay. That's interesting. So wireline. Yes, sir. Okay. And uh, gamma ray, neutron density, resistivity, FMI? Yeah, we have, uh, we've developed our own proprietary tools. We've actually originated really? from uh, Canada. Uh, started in Edmonton, Are you Canadian? Albert. I am Canadian. No kidding. Yeah, I am Canadian. My dad was born in Kenora. Kenora. Um, I don't think I know where that is. Okay. But... It's uh, perfect timing. Let's uh, drag the table across the whole stadium here, back and forth. <laughs> 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 um sorry no problem uh can, so what part of canada are you from uh edmonton edmonton alberta okay yes. cool man yeah you like uh you like hockey i do i actually i follow the edmonton oilers really the yeah. oilers yeah the oilers yeah. isn't that the best team name uh that's that's where we're from yeah the, the edmonton right oilers on. let's do this let's start with some uh positive Encouraging quotes and quips, right? All right. All right. See if, if one of these strike you real quick. Tell me when to stop, and we're just going to see what happens. Okay. Got it. Bad things happen to good people, but good people with great optimism, resilience, and faith 
ultimately turn the bad into good. You believe That's, that? Oh yeah, I like that. Actually, I live with two things in my in my life. One is be positive with uh, with faith and with self confidence. Is that right? Be positive with self confidence and faith. Yeah. Faith right lets you do things you don't know what's ahead. Confidence lets you take the first step. Oh wow! Yeah, so your so. faith is this kind of you're going into the fog. That's right. Not sure what's going gonna happen. Confidence is that you know how faith, to take a step. Yeah. Faith keeps you in the game. Wow. When things don't seem to go where you want to go. So. That hair Absolutely. on the back of my neck standing up, Absolutely. man. Speaking to me right now. That's right. Yes. That's right. It's a powerful word, man. A very, very powerful word. Um, let's do it. Let's rock it back. All the okay. way back. Where You were born in, in uh, Edmonton? No, I'm actually born in Vietnam. Uh, born in Vietnam. I immigrated to uh, Edmonton when I was six years old. Grew up there and uh, got my degree at the University of Alberta. Petroleum engineering. Wow, and, petroleum uh, engineering. Yeah, I, and I cut my uh, first uh, experience in the back of a wireline truck. And uh, where I, was that at? Up in Calgary somewhere? No, and and, and actually Lloydminster, where town in Lloydminster in Alberta. Never heard of yeah, that. Lloydminster. It's a it's a heavy oil town, and uh, I've spent two years there, and and then uh, moved back to Edmonton, and recon was just at the beginning. They just formed in 2002, and I joined in 2003. I was no the kidding. second engineer. No kidding. Yeah, and, uh, and I've stayed with, I made a career in wireline. Not many people have done that. I've stayed in there since 2001. <clears throat> and, uh, and today I'm uh, president of the company. Yeah. But on top of that, I, I just, it, it, we've, I moved the company into the U.S. in 2007. Oh, and we've, wow. uh, we've been helping clients throughout uh, Texas, Oklahoma, other states, but Right here in North Texas is, is our bread and butter. Really? It's where I cut my first teeth here in, in the U.S., made, built my first shop in Dallas-Fort Worth. So North Texas Damn. You know, leaves so a lot. So you're running for Barnett players, yep. unconventional, conventional, you run, you, you'll run it all. Yeah, we've done some work in the Permian. We've, we're, uh, we're getting traction out in the Permian. Uh, we've been as far north as the Balkans. Jeez. So we've got a base up there about... Uh, in 2011, we had a base in Dickinson, North Man, Dakota. So. Who drew? Who drove the wireline truck all the way up there? Uh, you know what I always say: the wireline has wheels. Where you go, wherever the well is. So, as it's been part of the industry for yeah. us. Yeah. Man, that's interesting. Really interesting. So, when you got your petroleum engineering degree, right, and you were getting through yeah. school, you realized you you definitely wanted to get in oil and gas. You didn't know wireline. In the that like specific part of the industry or did you when you were when you were in school you know i i, I don't know much about the wireline when i was in school i was a petroleum engineer it's kind of funny I, I took petroleum engineering because i was i'm colorblind so i'm red and green colorblind so electrical engineering didn't seem to be a place <laughs> for me right and i'm not a mechanical guy so uh, i just said you know i'm in alberta it's the old it's the old province black is the only color it matters i'll just do it and you know god has taken me to where I have never fathomed I'd be. Um, wow. I've stayed in the career like not many people can stay in the oil and gas for that long. This is this is my 23rd year. Wireline the, the whole in, time with Well, in the petroleum industry, but with one company for almost one 20 years. This whole damn yeah, so time. that's amazing. But Wireline has been my core, but I've taken my experience and my my background to talking to customer, engaging with them through the process of drilling and completing a well. So I've actually mm -hmm. spent five years drilling horizontal wells for a company 
as an independent operator in Dallas. Really? In Oklahoma. So, man, my experience kind of covers a lot, which I bring to the table for, for working with my clients is not only getting the data from the log, but taking the data and showing them where possibly how to use where the data. Yeah, yeah, where you're where seeing you, things. Exactly. And, and then how to complete it. And then my favorite part of this whole industry is how to fix wells. How to fix them. Yeah, it's like a, a well doctor, you know? Like, yeah. Like using data from well log to help clients understand why are they seeing what they're seeing and what Whoa. possible resolution could Jeez. be, could be, you know, could be implemented. So that's kind of possible resolution for something that like went into a terminal decline. Yeah. Unexpected decline, too much water encroachment early on in its life, uh, maybe not producing the way it should be. So, yeah, oh, you know, that's, it's pretty amazing what data. And then, I'm, you know, I'm glad you guys, all these sponsors, it's all about data. Data yeah. is what's been missing in our industry today. Too many people have overstepped data, try to spend more money with very little data. Yeah. So I encourage operators today to go back to that basics get the data understand the data wow. and then drill yeah when you drill so you, you've drilled some of these shallow wells here in wichita falls uh, i have been involved in the shallow wells really? from a logging pers perspective from a logging perspective what mm -hmm. what is the what's the operator typically running for these shallower wells is it a full quad combo cmr nmr like going all like all in on no, no 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 yeah. uh, these shallow wells they're based on they're limited by economics you know, at, at right. seventy dollar oil right now, and even there's a lot of wells around here. So, so as you can imagine, Troy, there's a lot of data from the past. Uh -huh. All they're running is is correlations, and they're wanting modern technology to an old field is what's happening today. Interesting. And so they're looking for PE curves. They're looking for better resolution. That's something that Recon has come to the table with is our HDD high definition. We sample forty times more than the current competitors. And really? that's that's brought some insight. It's kind of like watching TV. You watch TV, you know, the old TV tubes. Now yeah. you're watching HDD. Yeah. Everyone wants to buy better resolution. That's you're exactly 4K, how you, huh? yeah, that's, that's, that's exactly what, yeah, you could say we're the 4K or UHD type resolution. Wow. So Son that's, of a yeah, gun. Talk to me about that yeah. a little bit. So just the, let's just go with the basics of like a gamma, a gamma ray log with SP. Yeah. How, what does that tool actually look like that goes in the ground? How long is it? It's open hole, right? That's correct. So it's 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 in five and a half inch casing typically, or, or a hole that's seven inches around that's going to get five and a half inch casing, right, something like right. that. So most typical holes drilled in North Texas here are seven seven eighths. Seven um, and seven eighths. And they'll set you know nine and five eighths surface casing or eight and five eighths surface. But that's not relevant, you know, with the seven seven eighths hole. Our tools are. Three and uh, three and three eighths in diameter. They're standard tools. Uh, so much smaller than than the uh, the the walls of the formation. Yeah, yeah, wall. much smaller, of course. Okay. Um, yeah, we're 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 able to go in as as slim as maybe five inch with everything. Like we got the micro log tools and all that. Nice. But uh, the the real trick, Troy, is in the telemetry, the data acquisition, the ability to send data up the wireline. Uh -huh. Being late in the game, like being the later player in the game with new technologies, like a new uh, like bandwidth, you know, you can get more data up now. Whereas so, legacy companies, they're limited. They're right limited now. because they, they, they the technology. They're, 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 the way they build their technology is based on that. So they got to build new tools. Whereas us, we just have one telemetry sub that can gather all the existing data and send it up. A telemetry sub is in the wireline tool. That's great. And the so the wireline is not just a cable. There's, it is a cable. But inside that cable is seven like conductor. 
seven uh, conductor, which takes data and whatever you have designated for it, takes it up to the surface equipment, service equipment, process it, and then spits you out that squiggly lines. Right, real time. Real time. That's great. And you're getting 40 samples, samples foot. per foot. That's great. And that's with gamma ray, resistivity, neutron density, all of it's coming Everything, 40 yeah. times per foot. And that's yeah. different. That's unique yeah, compared that to Schlumberger, Halliburton. Yeah, that's right. And they are, and Schlumberger is moving further into that as well. They're, they're, they have increased their sampling rate as well. But yeah, being the last player in the game, it, it allows us to utilize the current technology to do that. So, so the curve that I see when we're running through... Uh, a sand section and then into a sales section. Mm -hmm. The the sands are kind of a dirty, chatty gamma ray. That's right. Right, and then the gamma the gamma ray is going to spike off to the top, and that's like okay, that's where the shale begins. But sometimes you go, well, the tool's actually radiating maybe three to five feet, and you know the absolute depth of where that shell is is you know we don't know exactly. Yours is coming in and taking 40 samples per foot That's on right. that curve. And then what is it doing? Taking an average of the reading it gets over those 40 samples or like? It's taking real data, like real data, no averaging. And then we, we put it on a 20 inch log. So normally five inch log is five, five inch per hundred feet. Okay. Uh, here we're 20 inches per hundred feet. So the logs Holy look smokes. blown up, Yeah. but it's real data coming in. So it's really beneficial in lenticular formations where you're having sand shale, sand shale, and then also it's better defined to wow. pick your perforations. Yeah. In the older logs, you would see maybe your sand section being 10 feet. Right. But when you look at it from a high res standpoint or, or HDD standpoint, it may only be five feet. Wow. So therefore you're limiting your perforations, reduces cost for, for, right. for, for right. clients. Let's go back to the one foot of, uh, of data. Mm -hmm. It sent it starts sample one at the bottom of that one foot and sample forty at the top and it's just bing bing bing. That's so right. the so the the, the data the, is the actual curve of that one foot is changing and you're yes. tracking that change. Yeah. Easy way to say this is Troy is you look at the cameras, shutter. Shutter speed. That's right. So when you have cameras with more DPIs or or or, or, or resolution, it's the amount of, of the shut, shutter speed. So if you were wow. able to send data up faster, you're gonna get more accurate data. It's like sampling. That's all it is. Son yeah. of a gun, man. That's right, so. interesting. So, how long has Re Recon kind of been at the forefront of this of this like really high? I, I feel we, like much more sophisticated sampling rate than the rest of the the world. Yeah, we've introduced this right at the very beginning. That's kind of our uh, differentiator. Twenty years ago. Yeah, and we're still doing it today, um, and the... we're getting a lot of of benefits from it. We're actually not us, but the clients are realizing a lot of the benefits from it. And, uh, and one of the hard things about our industry, Troy, is selling something that one of the majors are not selling. Yeah. It's tough. It's oh, tough yeah. Thing. They're like, who's It's this? easier to sell something that they're selling than it is to sell something that they're not. So it's been a challenge, but I like it. I like, I like the challenge of, of being different. Well, I mean, you got a perfect little pitch there. You're yeah. talking about shutter speed. Yeah. Who doesn't exactly understand? You got a NASCAR yeah. zipping by. You're going to take one snap of it or a thousand snaps of that NASCAR. Right. Which one do you want? What's got better resolution sampling? Yeah. Rate. And it's all about statistics because data measurement is all about numbers. It's all it's all measurement of statistics. The more numbers, the more data confidence you're going to have. Right. So that's all it is. Very simple layman's term is high resolution for us is like getting a new HDD TV. Man, that's, all that's it is. cool. Yeah. That's cool. So let's uh, let's rock it back. Your first job out of college was this was Recon? No, it was with uh, Reeves Wireline. 
Reeves Wireline. It's a, a UK company, uh, but they're uh, operating both in the U.S. and Canada at the time. And uh, and actually, funny thing is, Compact Technology, which is the slim hole two and a, and a two and two and uh, and a quarter inch uh, tools from Weatherford. I don't know if you're familiar with the Weatherford yeah. Wireline tools. I didn't know that. That, no. that. that used to be with Reeves Wireline. That's when I really? broke out in the industry, trained on that. And uh, today, thanks to uh, Weatherford International, they've allowed us to partner with them. And so we're running uh, compact uh, technology as well as part of our uh, deployment services. And so mixing we, with your sample rate technology? No, no, we, we, we keep them separate. I mean, okay. it's obviously a different technology platform, but but they have applications that are unique as well, such as uh, slim hole applications. Um, they're, they're, yeah. Their tools are very familiar to me. I, I've actually broke out in the industry with those tools. Um, so it's kind of like, uh, it's, it's wonderful. And, and they've been a wonderful company to partner with. Weatherford. So it's, it's added value to, to recon as an, as a company to deliver service to our clients, man. It's awesome. Yeah. Can you, I, I, I don't know exactly how a sonic tool works and this is just off the cuff. Sure. If you don't know the details or like how it actually works, it's totally fine. We can skip it. But if you do, I would love to hear how does the sonic tool actually measure the rocks uh density essentially or the speed of the rock no so so troy the, the the sonic tool uses sound obviously right um it has a transmitter which is a piezoelectric mechanism kind of like a, a a speaker a diaphragm okay you put electric pulse to it it creates a, a high frequency sound at a certain hertz Yep. And when that pulsates into the rock, the travel, the sound travels through the rock, okay, through fluid, through the rock. Yeah. Obviously, you need fluid in the well to have a sonic tool functioning correctly. So that sound will travel through the rock, and it doesn't go very far, Troy. It goes, normally it goes different wavelengths. It goes one along the, the, the borehole of the wall, and then it goes inside the wall a bit. And then, you know, it doesn't go very far because it sound can be dampened. And then it travels back to a receiver. Well, the receiver is kind of like this, a, mic a microphone. Okay. So when sound waves hits it, it creates an electrical pulse. The electrical pulse converts it to readings. And so, as you can imagine, rocks have porous space. And that's what this tool does. It, 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 it figures out how much porosity you have in a rock. Okay. Because the pore space is going to be filled with like a volatile, that's like right. a gas fluid or a or fluid. Something. And so when it hits... Every rock has a certain property of sound travel time. Okay. Every one Shale, of them. Shale, sandstone, limestone, they have different. How distinct. different are they? Oh, they're different. Very uh, different, yeah, really. Like, like, for example, limestone is much a tighter rock. Right. Very sound dense. Sound travels faster. Right. When something is more dense, travel uh, sound travels faster. So and it, it goes comes like, back faster. Yeah, that's exactly right. Uh -huh. it, it goes back faster. So, so when you see readings of like 42 microseconds per foot that's more like uh dolomite when you see like 57 52 that's kind of like limestone so and then you got 65 kind of like sandstone so sandstone varies it's got different porosity but but those are empirical measurements that have done at the lab so they know what what a zero really percent yeah right. calibrate correct well you don't calibrate sound so the tool doesn't actually go undergo any calibration but the sound measurement has an empirical value done I at the see. lab. So, right. so, so it helps. And, and, and we convert that mathematically from travel time to a porosity unit. And that's how you get porosity. That's how you get a, uh, a sonic porosity? porosity? Correct. And that's how, that's how the sonic tool works. 
two transmitters, two receivers. And some tools get more sophisticated. You travel time on, on sound can be compressional or a shear. Oh. And shear allows you to measure more rock properties. So yeah, you can get complicated with different This kind sound. of the idea of the elasticity of the that's rock, right, like right. how it's gonna frack, how it's that's gonna crack. Right. So in the Permian, when you're talking to the fellows out in the Permian, they, right. they care about the rock because they frack a lot. Right. When you talk to guys up here in North Texas, we're very conventional, sand is sand. And, you don't they need to refract a lot. So it's just acidized, swab, and complete. Whereas over there, you need to understand how to frack this rock. What kind of Poisson's ratios, yeah. what kind of properties. So yeah, right. it's, it gets complicated. And they run more complicated uh, sonic tools. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. Now you doctor me up on that. That's good, Glad, man. Pleasure. Right on. And uh, what was your first job at, at Recon? I was a field engineer. Okay. Uh, testing and developing the tools that we are... Or, or the first generation stuff we've done. Wow. So we build our own tools. We manufacture no and build kidding. our own tools. Yeah, so we're kind of unique to that. You know, Who the heck started this company? Uh, Mike Boyle, he's our CEO, and he's the principal owner. And uh, it's an actually a private company, employee-based, owned. So I'm, I bought shares into the company, and I, I grow right my on. shares. And I've just stayed, and I love, I love Mike as a person. I love the business, and I love the challenge. And, and uh, I've just stayed with it. And, I love the industry, Troy. I yeah. love the people I meet every day. It's great. It's I love to share awesome, that, the experience. Right. And, I and I love to see the younger uh, uh, generation of students or kids wanting to go in the oil yeah. and gas. And it's, it's encouraging because I'm a patrolman engineer. I try to give back. So I take a lot of our stuff to schools and try to uh, not only encourage them that there is a pathway in the right. oil and gas. It's not a dying industry. Right. It's actually a very... It could be a very unique industry here down the road. It, it's, yeah. it's an evolving industry, you know, for sure. That's right. So, it's evolving just yeah. like everything else is. Absolutely. And it's got its place in the future. There's no question about that. Absolutely. So we need it, man. We need people like you, ambassadors energy. that. Energy is, is, is needed. God created all. It's going to sustain. So there's no there's no reason to think that's going to go away. No. Right. That's no. exactly right. We But we need the, the real people that are out there that want to become the next right? The next uh, president of the company that wants to invest their time and buy shares in this company they believe in and these tools, develop the tools. I mean, so the R&D at Recon, the yes. the owner himself is a engineer and a tool developer or? No, it's funny. Our, our CEO, he's a passionate oil and gas. He made a career out of it. He was actually a rig hand. No kidding. And then he got into a case hole wireline. Then he uh, bought into the company and, and then he got sold out by computer log back in uh huh. back in the 90s and then uh he got it some cash and he spent it reinvested back and started recon as an open hole company only so we're just an open hole logging company and case hole logging actually a logging company as a whole um but we've ventured into other things over the years but huh. our specialty and our our uh, our brand is in the logging side anything to do with logging so petrophysics the stuff that tgs here our neighbor booth here is doing everything that he's talking about that's all in my wheelhouse that's what we do. We care about that. I, I feel like logging and data is the key to unlocking Man. better energy for the future. Yeah. It's not spending a lot of money. It's not over horsepowering uh, a shale play or anything like that. I think it's understanding data and getting more of it unlocking. Wow. Unlocking the energy. What do you, if you were going to go drill a well, right? You're mm -hmm. going to go put new, new logs in the ground. Oh, let's start with this question. In your experience of understanding the history of logging and wireline and the, just the development of it, the evolution of these tools, mm -hmm. 
from the beginning, it was gamma ray. Like, what was the first wireline tool? SP. Oh, it was SP. Yeah, it's like a multimeter. It's like a multimeter. Yeah, it's like two multimeters. Slumberger, uh, I think. I the brothers. Yeah, the, the Slumberger brothers, 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 brothers did SP. That's right. SP. Which is uh, spontaneous. Potential. Potential, which is a multimeter. Yeah, it's just a simple multimeter. Looking for voltage deflection between shale and sand. There's, there's ions. A, there's ions uh, interaction inside of the wellbore as you go from one formation to another, and that's that the deflection allows you to identify your sand. You're saying that between the shale across the the open hole, mm -hmm. there's a charge of some kind of that's that right. in that shale. That's right. And that SP is picking up that what used to be rock there it used to be connected physically, but there's still an electrical connection between that the 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 two sides of the hole. That's right. And you run an SP over that, and the SP comes up with these specific numbers. That's the sand. There's a carbonate. There's a delta. Not, not really uh, a specific number. It's just a certain deflection, and that deflection tells you how how permeable. And the permeability is kind of inferred from the 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 the, the ions interaction between the, the membrane of the two two types of rock, for say. So if there's a lot of action, it's like you it's might have permeable. some permeability. Yeah. Yeah, permeability. That's that's the first key measurement that used is permeability. Oh, SP is a is a, permeab yeah, permeability, a permeability proxy type thing. Yeah, that's absolutely right. I thought SP was reported on a log as numbers, as like zero to five or. It something. is. It is on oh, a millivolt okay. number, but that millivolt, millivolt deflection number. allows you to infer how good a sand that might be for permeability. So you got your SP telling you some permeability indications, but it's not. You can't take an SP curve and figure out that this is mo This is probably a sand that has good permeability. Would that be a challenge to start doing lithology? A lot of people have used uh, SP to get uh, their RW, but you need a few other curves. That's why it's a limited in curve. SP alone would be difficult. Okay. Gamma, SP, and resistivity used to be the, the way to go back in the day. Is that considered they, a triple combo? No, no. A triple okay. combo has some nuclear tools to it. Uh, so you have neutrons and densities. Uh, okay. That will get you a triple combo. So triple combo is the resistivity, the neutron, density. That's your three okay. tools. Yeah. Oh, and the okay. gamma is usually a throw-in because it's it's kind of a given. Right, yeah. goes comes with one of yeah. those. And then the quad would be the sonic. When you add sound, yeah, yeah sound. That's why why not SP and all on all? Well, that? the SP is built into the resistivity tool. Oh, it in is the, in the modern technology and and even before, once they developed that SP and they developed the resistivity, they embedded that SP. It's just an electrode. It's just a lead electrode, kind of molded onto the induction tool or a resistivity tool, uh -huh. and they use that to measure. So it's actually built in. It's just a, it's a very simple. It's, believe it or not, it's the most simplest tool in the whole exploration <laughs> of tools. Yeah, it's very simple. The resistivity tool. Yeah. It's just one lead <laughs> in the hole and one ground at surface. And you're just measuring the voltage what? difference. That's right. That's all it is. No kidding. Yeah, that's what built Slumberger. Now, <laughs> isn't that amazing? <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, I keep learning about this. The more simple you can get your product or what you're doing, that's and what right. uh, the simplicity is what is really where the magic really is if it's if it's complicated there's something wrong there there's something missing yeah. you know you're not there yet if it's simple you're ready to go the thing i learned in business troy is when you keep it simple you can repeat it and you could leverage it and you can scale it which is more complex you can't do that and, and therefore your business is not going to grow simplicity the very things that are in in in, in things that you've seen are very simple wow we make it, it complicated. <laughs> yeah, that's but, right. You know, food, for example, the industry of food is very simple. 
hamburgers. Yeah. McDonald's been how long? <laughs> yeah. Big Mac is their bread oh, and butter. Killing it, man. Right. You see what I mean? Killing it. So in my industry in logging, we keep the simple, simple as well as logging tools have always been, although you've talked about evolution of technology. Yeah. It's still based on very sound principle that's developed back in the days. And it's just been used today. So yeah, yeah, it's, 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 it's still used today by exploration geologists. So it's a pretty amazing tool. But what right. I'm learning is that people are not understanding how to read them properly. No, I talk to people all yeah. the time. I mean, other petrophysicists, which are typically, in my experience, it was like 2012 to 2018, maybe 19. There was like a really big push in industry and big companies right. to get that really good petrophysicist. They wanted at least one good petrophysicist. I really knew what they were talking about. I really knew what they were looking at. And then it kind of went away. Then it turned into geophysics. I feel like after that, it was real heavy. We need a good geophysicist, like, you know, mm -hmm. specialists uh, to figure this out. But when I talk to people, even old timers and, and all kinds of stuff, they go, you know, I wish I spent more time learning how to re read a log. Yeah. I wish I would have spent more time learning how to read a I log. I always say this, Troy, is that, you know, when you're looking for on gas, it's like treasure hunt. If yeah. you can't read the treasure map, uh, what's the point? Jeez. So that's a lot of my time spent with recon is is now taking something very trivial, like log analysis. It really is a trivial thing, but that trivialness, simplicity, goes a long ways when you can sit down across a client and say, "Do you really know what these squiggly lines mean? Let me yeah. show you what they mean. Wow! And let me explain how, how do you develop it, and then how do you complete it? If you tie everything together, it makes a lot of sense. Light bulb starts to come on, and you get a lot of value." for Man. the dollars spent yeah and how much core have you tied your work to how much of that rock data or cuttings you know how much of that that kind of collaboration or i or used to run sidewall percussion cores really and, and and sent the cores to the lab but i've taken that business or offering off my 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 list um it just it's just not a, a business venture it's making money for me um but core data is another independent source of data that yeah. that as someone responsible with data would take all the data I have yep. and would tie everything together. Because one thing doesn't always tell you the whole short story. Sure. Like logs itself only gives you one thing. And I always say this, there's only two truths to exploration. When the bit hits the dirt, that's one, <laughs> and the well logs. Everything else wow. is all speculation, in my opinion. Huh. Because until you drill the well and feel the rock, that's one truth. The other one is the well line logs. Because the log data is in that well at that moment in time recording the data. You can't go anywhere physics. Wrong. So if you bypass any of those two steps, then you're really setting yourself up for failure, in my opinion. So there's only two truths to me. Everything else is all automated, electronics, speculative, improvised, computerized. Wow. But right there's only on. two things. So don't, you know, that's the thing I always tell guys. Don't skip those two. Yeah. You know what's funny, Troy? Those two are the, probably the cheapest thing on the AFE line. <laughs> Amazingly, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy how it's it's crazy. I, I just I challenge people to, to not skip that. Right. So you know I do tie the well logs to rock rock samples because sure. that's what it is. Rock cores come from the rock. It's the right. rock. You right. got to look at the rock. Right. You can't understand your reservoir if you don't understand your rock. That's right. right. So so no, it's important, and I do tie that in, and it it enlightens me when I look at rock samples to clarify my my interpretation. Sure. That's, that's all right. it is. It's, yeah. it's enhancement of of data. Right. Anybody who just discard any type of data is not doing justice to the whole exploration That's process. That's right. So. That's right. Um, out of all the logs you can run, 
I'm 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 interested in a bunch of different things. I guess mm -hmm. we'll go into the drill down segment now because it's sure. more about like, you know, actually what you're providing and and thinking about this now that I know a little bit more about it and you're building custom tools. The industry has really been speaking to you guys and you guys have really been listening to clients and to industry and what's what's important. You know, what are you really using and how are how are you actually using that to find oil and make sure you make a good well here? Um over the years geochemistry is becoming uh, kind of more interesting and more more paid attention to so the elemental makeup of these rocks like it's a clay or it's a mud well what type of clay is that there's 12 13 different types of clays and if it's a more smectitic clay right that has a lot of a lot of jumbled up elements it's not very clean there's a lot of random elements all uh, swollen in the smectite clay crystal versus an illite and they go Industry, I think, says, if you want a good well, illite. You want a bad well, try to frack some smectite. It's not going to go well, right? And illite's a very clean structure. Very, a lot less uh, jumbled up different elements are sucked into an illite versus a smectite. Is the wireline data set picking up those kind of subtle details in, in the muds in these unconventional plays? Uh, to answer your question, Troy, I don't think the wireline tools today would be sophisticated enough to break it down to that level of complexity but you're absolutely right and that's where other technology will help that because you can only do so much with wireline yeah especially when you're dealing with environmental effects that sometimes you can't control mm. like you have natural you know, open hole especially is very open to nature mm -hmm. you can lose circulation anytime you have different mud properties that you don't encounter you, you don't really see what you, you're doing down there yeah. for most part. So the tools are developed with an inference in mind. So it, it only goes up to some level. It, it has limitations I to, see. To, to resolving some of the complexity questions that you've, okay. you've identified. But you're absolutely right. Clay plays a big, it's a game changer, especially for the fracking business. Right. Because clay destroys your, 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 your productivity in the well when you swell it up it's, yes. it's a skin damage type yeah. of offer. and i see a lot in in even vertical north texas wells really? guys aren't very careful in utilizing good properties mud uh they have high water loss what that happens is fresh water into some of these these native clays they'll swell it up and then when they complete the well and shoot it and, yeah. still, and they don't get the production they're getting they're wondering and why like, what's going well, it's on skin damage you know everybody in the engineering side would know it's skin damage and skin damage is caused already from not just the completion of cementing the well, but also from the drilling process. Jeez. And so we, it's, it's, very, it's, it's very scientific. So there's no cookie cutter in drilling. A lot, uh -huh. of, a lot of operators think that I'll, I'll just copy the next guy. It doesn't happen that way. Everything needs to be thought out wow. from the drilling to the, to the data acquisition, to the completion, and to, you know, the biggest goof up stuff, place that can really destroy your, your, your drilling is in the cementing job. Can you believe it? No. The cementing job. That's no a, that's kidding. A, that's, that's, that's a game changer right there. If you've got a really good well and you're going to run casing and you don't pay attention to how you cement the well, that can really eat up your, your it, it might even make a deal breaker out of your so well. So when you try to perforate through the casing, you've messed up. Right. You've or, or the cementing down. Or the cementing doesn't allow it to isolate the water leg or the water section of your zone and you get water encroachment. Once you have water encroachment on a well, you're, you're pretty much limited to what you could do. Jeez, you spend more money and try to rehab it or, or squeeze it off, but it's complicated. But you know, wow. the best place to do is do it right in the first place. 
Right. And it's amazing. Cementing can really destroy the value of your wealth. It's really, it's really cool how this industry not only has its challenge, but it's a great opportunity place. Man. Yeah. Because there's new, new ways to do it, right? There's, yeah. Sorry about that. Oh, no worries. Um, yeah, and, and I love technology, and technology is great. To, it, 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 it closes gaps that we don't know and things that help complete wells and, and, and remediate wells better. And everyone feels good about new technology, the exploration. But mm -hmm. I was just talking to a bunch of people here at the show, and I, it's funny, in, the, in our exploration business, the best wells are always found by accident. <laughs> it's true. I've never seen any well found, prolific wells that are found by purpose. It's always by accident. What it's amazing. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's crazy. Yeah, we, we spent a lot of money. We spent yeah. a lot of things on science, but it's good. It's all good. I'm not saying it's bad, but if you look back at the history of, 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 of wells that are of booming wells yeah. and, and, and new discoveries, the you, ask, yeah, you ask them how they discovered. They'll tell you, I slid off the well and, and I wasn't planned there, but it happened to be there. Or I drilled for the Ellenberg and I found the Strawn. You, you know, it's all by accident. And now they're, awesome. they're, they're, they're billion dollar companies, you know? It's amazing, man. Yeah, it's amazing. amazing. Now, shale plays are more, more kind of factory. They right. know what they're doing. They yeah. have a program. They know exactly what they're doing. Yeah. But conventional explorations are all based on, on accidents. What do you think about the, uh, wireline situation going down uh, horizontal wells oh I, I love it i've done uh, a few uh, we don't you don't in the old technology you you do a wet connect it's kind of like pushing the wireline down the, the well on a horizontal that's gone away it's very high risk a lot of operators don't want to do that so new technology has come out whether you put it inside the drill pipe with um, um fiberglass collars or you can do what weatherford has done is the shuttle system you house it and then you deploy it through a, a dart system. Um, but hmm. logging horizontal is, is again, I'm a proponent for it. I support it. We should log it. Um, there's lots of new technology now that has mitigate the risk of running it. But still, I don't find enough operators willing to do that, which is kind of wow. sad in my opinion, but I think yeah. they need to do more of it. They're so worried about lo losing the well, right? They just spent 10 well, million they, to get there. Yeah, but you know, their, their mind, their end game is always to, I'm going to frack anyways. It's all horizontal. It's in the same pay. But sometimes they're right and sometimes they're off. Right. And and when they're off, they don't have any data to go, I how know. can I learn from this? Size this chattering right. yeah, gamma ray while this? drilling. Yeah, exactly. But now the, the LWD or log while yes. tripping has improved and they've, they've actually done real-time resistivity on the bit, which is nice. I haven't looked too much into that, but that's... On that's the a, drill bit, there's yeah. an electrode. Yeah, there's, a, there's an electrode for electro, uh, for resistivity. That's pretty neat. So that's uh, that's a that's an interesting. I haven't you know, heard that evolution one. of our yeah, industry. Yeah, that's cool. What about neutron? Well, you're not going to put no, a nuclear no, device no, down no, there. No, not yet. Not yet. But not a lot of yet. times they don't need to know porosity when you're dealing with tight rocks. That's you know, true. Why care? Because they're going to frack it. Sonic, you know, get a shear wave yeah, and, a, and an it, S wave going. I mean, then they don't. Again, when you when they know what they already know, they're just going off data. You know, it's like population sampling, you know, when yeah. you don't need to know specific, you just need no regional. So that will help. Yeah. But, but I, 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 you know, I always, as, as where I am in my company, always looking at what's the newest and greatest ways of deploying wireline logs mm. in the next generation. Yeah. What is future. it? You know, I, I'm, I, I think it's going to be kind of like, um, 
it's going to be automated for sure. Um, I think there is a way for us in the wireline to send probes down a well and have it censored so that it comes down, record the well, and come back up the well on its own Jeez. without wireline. Because the greatest risk for wireline companies like us is is in the operations of our surface equipment. That's, really? that's the biggest cost, the biggest you know, cost? running, running, biggest running a risk. truck, people. Yeah. And, you know, people as good as everyone, we need people, but people is going to be a, it's going to be a game changer for in, for companies in the future. You know, I, I think anybody who comes out of the next five years in the oil and gas will yeah. have a really good understanding of how to manage their human resource. Wow. Whereas before it was huh. managing your assets and equipment and business today it's all about your people the people if you can retain and and and, and manage your human resource you're, you're going to be a star company coming Son out of the next man. five years it's, it's going to be the biggest challenge for business owners and business managers how many people does Re uh, recon have how many uh, employees? we have 20 in the u.s and about 10 in canada okay we so. were at once over 100 employees we, we had to shrink you know like everything else Jeez. yeah so but uh we've I myself am kind of blessed to kind of taking this company through four downturns in the U.S., you know, which is kind of bizarre. And I've never had a business education in my life. It, all of my business education been from real life. Of real life. So, so, um, but it's exciting. And, and I think the industry of oil and gas is, 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 is remarkable and resilient. Right. Think about how much oil prices dropped. I mean, in 2020, I think it went down to negative dollars, you know, $10, oh. you know, but, when you lose that much dollars in your in your revenue and you can still be resilient and, and mm -hmm. to come out again and the profitability that a lot of companies are seeing today is it's just amazing you just got to hang in there and that goes back to that nice quote you said mm. staying in, in faith with the industry and being positive Jeez. because oil and gas cannot be any more than that it's just a cyclic over and over Jeez. yeah you lose faith you're going to lose that opportunity that is holding you across you know the line waiting on you man so recon has kind of prospered from that huh that yeah. attitude that we were faced with uh almost shutting the company down in 2019 wow because you know it was, it was slow it was a tough it was hard and uh the pandemic hit and we were profitable through the pandemic and even today we're uh, you know we're, we're giving employees uh profit sharing man through the awesome. pandemic can you believe it no yeah god's been great for us and uh, it's, it's been wonderful and that's just because all of us hang in there. I've got a couple guys that've been with me through you, thick and thin. And look at that's, him. That's, you, you're a good leader, man. Yeah, no, it's you keep them together. You keep them motivated, right? That's the challenge I'm talking about, Troy. Today, that's the key. The business. You see how many companies here, and, and even hospitalities, they can't keep people. Right. And that's that's going to be a big challenge. You can have the equipment, you can have the the, the business, but you don't have the people to run it. You're in trouble. Right. So that's why I feel like business who business leaders and managers who can handle the human resource side is going to lead their company to start them right on yeah that's right a big on. challenge yeah you're speaking to me man all kinds of things i'm getting from this show i appreciate your uh yeah everything oh, you're saying and, and yeah your perspective man is really good one a really good one um let's go this for the completion part of this you know we talk about the next generation we talk about the students that are helping volunteering here mm -hmm. people that are looking for jobs they're looking for experience they're willing to do Whatever it takes, I'll be out there wherever you need me. I just want the experience. I want to learn what this is. You know, how does Recon, how are you guys making sure that you guys have a good net out there to find the best freaking next generation possible? 
um, you kind of have just kind of get exposures, like coming to shows like this, um, going to university, like I said earlier, um, just making yourself, it's, it's like selling to customers, but you're selling and investing in the future of the company. I think of, of the new recruits mm. as an investment mm -hmm. because I can't be where I'm at in 10 years without new blood, maybe you want to call it, new right. creative creative thinking, new skill set to come into the company. Right. I can be busy selling customers jobs, but if I don't take care of the succession and how to build that, I'm not doing the company any justice. You know? So so part of this show is I've got my team, my sales team, my great sales team here selling and talking to our customers. But I'm here talking. I took a, a student, a graduate student out for lunch yesterday. Nice. Uh, and he's from Fort Worth and he's a great gentleman. And uh, those are things I want to talk to because I want to share them my experience. Right. You know, I didn't I, I wasn't born into an executive position. I cut my teeth just yeah. I, Part of my thing is I, I wasn't good enough to have an office job, Troy, when I broke out of school. So I had to cut my teeth in the yeah. back of the truck. And yeah. that's my hands-on, my field experience. But when you have faith and you stay positive and you stay in the game, things lead to, to, to prosperous positions for you. Mm -hmm. And it's all about vertical movement, not always lateral movement. Yeah. Okay. So lateral is good when you're young. But when you get a little more established, you want to get a company that values you yeah. and you want to have uh, positions where you can excel laterally, okay? Because that's where your growth really comes on. Mm. And, and so I, I, I use myself as a living testimony to a lot of guys. And you can be a president, you could get into a leadership. And I always tell them, find a place where you can have a canvas and a pen. Jeez. That's where you control your destiny. If you don't have a canvas or your pen, then you're just on borrowed time. Wow. Focus your life wow. on getting a canvas and a pen. If you have a canvas, that's great, but you gotta have a pen. Yeah. Because a canvas only allows you to have somebody draw your life for you. A pen, you need somebody to draw on. Right. But if you have both, you got it made. So I'm, I'm blessed that Mike Boyle has given me the opportunity to be where I'm at and lead my, my wonderful team. Um, what was I, your first job with Rincon? An engineer, just a field engineer. Field engineer, yeah, field engineer. second job at Recon. Uh, assistant manager. Assistant manager. So now and, you have like and a base manager. Then I went to the U.S. as an engineer again, growing the company. I took. I just raised my hand at 28 years old. The company bought a, a company in the U.S. and said, "Who wants to go?" I said, "Here I am. You know, I, I'm, I'm young and dumb. Let's I don't do know." It. And guess where <laughs> I landed? I landed in Ardmore, Oklahoma. Can you believe it? Oh, I went from a, Ardmore. A, I went from a, from Edmonton, Alberta, capital of Alberta, to Ardmore, Oklahoma. Didn't know where I'm going to be. Wow. And happy didn't to know, be there though, huh? I was just happy to experience life, you know, it's just something new, you know? Yeah. And that's what I love about open hole wireline, wireline in general. Every day is a new day, Troy. Every day you meet somebody new. Every day is never a nine to five. Yeah. I've worked every single minute of a 24 hour clock. Like I've been awake every single minute. Jeez. So that's exciting. I, I can say, I can't say it. Uh, so and I enjoy it. I enjoy leading teams. Yeah. I enjoy, you know, growing. And yeah. here I am, you know, it's just through perseverance, uh, pers perseverance of myself and, and just commitment to the company yeah. and to the, to the craft, you know, the art of wireline. Yeah. You know, I didn't give up on wireline. You know, I, a lot of times people said open hole is going to go away, but open hole today is actually thriving. It's thriving. It's thriving. You see how things change when you stick in the game and stay positive. Man. And, and I got to do more work today to create that opportunity, though. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But that's all about... That's all about the passion of, of doing what you're doing. Right. Like a lot of the folks here trying to grow something they're doing. 
trying to push something new ideas out right that's it that's all about that's that's the fun about the industry and and uh and so yeah i, I always like to talk to the students the new, the new even people transitioning from other industries to the oil and gas people say why well, i spend oil and gas i said i made it work yeah. you know people say you can't have a family in oil and gas i've raised four kids four kids yeah. and you know and i'm I'm 45 years old today, and and you know I'm not stressed at all. I just I just find a groove, and you just you can you can do it. It's it's Man. it's a great industry to to enjoy yourself. Yeah. So yeah, I, I enjoy that. I need to start looking for some of these logs. How many logs do you think you've ran? How many wells has oh, Recon run? We run average about on. 300 to 400 wells a year. Oh wow! Probably before that, even more. And the so I'd what say the hell is that? over it's thousands of wells here in the U.S. Even Canada, I personally probably ran over two, three thousand wells. No kidding. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna do the math on this real quick. Yeah, I've, it's blowing yeah, my mind. I've backed off a bit because I've been management, but you know, you've I been was, with the company for how long? Since 2002. So it's, so it's 20, 20 years. 21 years. Yeah, 21 years now. Yeah. If you did 365 runs a year for 21 years, yeah, what's that? 7,665 wireline jobs. Yeah. That's crazy. Son of a gun, man. Yeah. And, You've uh, seen a lot of rock. I, I've seen a lot of rigs. <laughs> I've seen a lot of rocks from a logging perspective. Right. But, but I've been out in the field. I enjoy it. I still do. Actually, my part of my, you know, part of our uh, differentiator is I come to the well site. Really? And you, you're I don't sitting sit in there the with office. the I don't sit in the office and, and kind of do sales that way. You know, the one unique thing about Recon, Troy, is we don't have a sales. We don't have a, a sales sales team. We have sales team that follow up with customers. But. Our sales and our number one mechanism for sales is in the service, is in the service that mm. we do. Because we're a service company. Right. I dialed everything back. I said, you know, why do I need somebody in an office to try to sell service? My service mm -hmm. guys should sell it. Should sell the That's service. how I became who I am. I sell from my, my, my integrity, my awesome. professionalism. So that's I awesome. train that way. And so that's how we are. That's awesome. We don't need a robust, you know, multi-million dollar sales team. We just right. need to do the job that we ask, that clients ask us to do and do it right. That's it. Because those it. references are going to run forever. Oh, man, that's North Texas, small world. It's a small right. world. And even the whole field is a small world. Right. Yeah, it's I big get, and yeah. international, right, worldwide. Yeah. But it is a small effing world when you get into Absolutely. it. Absolutely. And yeah. I'm... I'm, I'm I'm, I love these kind of forums and mediums that you're putting up for, for opportunity to share a story. Yeah, this man. This will even go even further for us. So you know, it's, always, it's always great. Uh, right we look on. for exposure, good exposure, and, and uh, good, good, good position to tell a story. Andrew, let's hear it. Oh, this one's nice and easy. All right, I love it. Fear none of it. Love all of it. Oh, yeah. That's good. That Fear meditates. none of it, but love all of it, man. It's hard, man. Fear is a big deal. When you really start thinking about fear and kind of what, you know, what I, 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 I've kind of, I wouldn't say preaching, but I, I, I encourage a, a friend of mine or colleagues of mine when they have fear is, you know, how you get rid of fear. Let's hear it. Knowledge. I always say fear occupies a place in your in your brain where knowledge doesn't exist. That's your mechanism. Mm. So if you have fear and whatever your fear of. Get a book, go start learning about it. Right. It's amazing. Your fear level comes down. Just think about when you start driving a car. First time on the wheel, you're fearful. The more right. you do it, what 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 really changed? Knowledge and experience. Experience and knowledge. So one yeah. of the things I always tell is don't be afraid to experience and gain knowledge because automatically your fear goes away. 
not being cocky or anything. Just just take the effort to go learn. Yeah. And 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 experience because what failure makes you stronger. And it was right. really good. I, I was at a conference one time, Troy, and it's very simple analogies. A pendulum, like mm -hmm. going on a swing. Yeah. Success on one side and failure on the other side. Okay. You know what's funny? For you to get the greatest success, you got to have the greatest failures. Jeez. Think about that. Think about that. So wouldn't you want to have the greatest failure early in life so you can have the greatest success? Yes, sir. Because most guys go like this. They just ding around like this. Just go back and forth in a little 10 degree angle. Yeah. You can live life like that, but why not just go all the way out here, <laughs> fail out, and then and go all on. the way up and the other way. Go to any business today uh -huh. and ask them how they start in life. From Amazon, Jeff Bezos, right. to FedEx story, to Apple, what do you see? Very common thing. They were right here in this space on the very failing side, and now where they're at, the right side. So yeah, don't live life just mediocre. Man. Go for the big strike. Fear, you know what? It. Fear, you don't need to fear. There's knowledge. Guess what they learned when they failed? Knowledge. A lot. That's, That's right. right. That's, That's right. right. So I always enjoy it. I, I, life is short. You're going to die anyways. That's right? fact. Those that, are facts, man. We all have a death certificate. <laughs> that's it. We pay why, taxes why and yeah. we die. That's right. <laughs> I get it. So I, I love the quote. It's a good place you put it, you know? Right on. Fear not. Just love everything you have and take right on. on. So, Man, Andrew, thank you so much for sharing your time with you us bet. today. You I bet. really, really enjoyed this podcast. I look forward to staying up with you guys. I'm rooting for recon. All right. Thank you. I'll, uh, I'll be reaching out if I ever have to drill wells. I, just, I like to buy wells that are already drilled. Sure. So there's some things that I'm interested in you on the case You need to understand hole. data if the, before you buy a well. We help with customers that way too. Nice. We, evaluate, we evaluate prospects or, or, or nice. producing properties before nice. a customer. Because we look at logs because that's how right. you do. That's what before you, do. you buy a well, you look at their logs. Right. I have a, and, yeah. a quad combo on four wells yeah. I just picked up. Yeah. So I'm going, man, this is cool. You know, the... Absolutely. All that data is sitting there. I'm looking at all that, you know, all that change and seeing where the, the yeah. old timers perfed it. I'm That's like, right. man, look so at I put it. that all that into a, a, a interpretation suite and give you my recommendation. So you guys you digitize all that stuff, or how do you? Uh, do we it? can take the digital format, or we can digitize it. We Jeez. have a neural scanner, yeah, and we could digitize so it. But down, most times man. they come with an LAS, and we take it yeah. and and we actually do a foot by foot. It's not like paper. It's not old school. Uh, you know, huh. I, I do. I've done it all petrophysical. I've got some samples at my at my booth, but okay, um, cool. But yeah, we could we could help with anybody that needs evaluations on PDP right properties. On. Yeah, so man, recon yeah. definitely looking out for you guys. Good luck with everything. I appreciate. It. Thanks, Troy. Thank you. Man. You bet.